Ba-da-dum. Welcome to episode number seven of The Loud Show. Hi, how are you guys doing? How's everybody? How is your day going? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. I'm just hoping that you're having a wonderful start to your day, middle of your day, or end of your day because it is about to be a positive change conversation that we're going to be having. Yes, in today's episode of The Loud Show, we're going to be talking about, as you already have read, minimalism and how to really get started, what to do, which steps to take in order to ensure that you are making all of the right decisions in favor of bettering your life. Minimalism isn't just about some weird concept you have to keep up or something like, you know, it's not a it's not a style, it's not something that is basically temporary in your life that you could just exchange it for maximalism later on or you know just find something cooler and go with that minimalism is about simplifying everything about your life and making it easier for you so you have more time to focus on things that really matter to you as a person and i know that's exactly what i gained from attempting minimalism and constantly going over minimalism and just trying to figure out what is it that works best for me now The first thing that I'm going to mention about minimalism is that minimalism is a constant, constant, constant work in progress. There are people that have achieved their most maximum trained out level of minimalism, which is basically when someone really doesn't have trouble keeping up the lifestyle at all. And they've organized their life in such a sufficient way that they can practice minimalism and just live their minimalist life without really thinking about it. But I will tell you that as a beginner, it does take a lot of thought that goes into it. So first of all, you're asking minimalism. Well, I imagine an empty white room with a bed with white sheets and just uh, nothing there, you know, a desk with nothing on it, drawers that are empty or like one or two things in them. And that does not exactly have to be true. That is actually rarely what I've seen in other people following this type of, you know, lifestyle. I rarely see people that have nothing, but I do see minimalists who are extremely, extremely organized. And it's all about systems. Now, systems are really hard to explain because what works for one person might not work for you. But the first thing that I started off with when I decided to go into minimalism is to look around me. And this is a tip that I've heard a million people say, you've probably heard it before. But it's basically establishing this rule about all of the physical things that you own. And this rule is the following. Have I used this thing in the last six months to one year? And if the answer to that question is no, then that something is something that you don't need. So you would either store it somewhere where it won't take up your space that you see on a daily basis, or you could donate it, or you could give it away, or you could throw it out if you really don't need it. So that rule really helped eliminate a lot of stuff from my physical environment that I just really wasn't using. I would see so much clothing that I had that I would never, ever, ever put on. I couldn't think of any occasion and I hadn't used it in the past year. And I just thought to myself, well, there's someone that could get a lot of use out of these barely used or some of them even brand new clothes that I have over here. The same was for stuff that I had. I had perfectly good coffee machines that I literally had never used. So I took those down also for donation and and so on. It, everything you could find that you have not touched, that you have not thought about using, you know, and this is where the hard part comes in because I feel like the one thing that comes to all of our minds is basically us saying, well, one day I might need it. You know, there might be a special occasion. Well, what if there's a wedding and I need these white pants then? 
is that really a likely scenario? Not you going to a wedding, but you needing those exact like pants or shirt or item or stuff like that. Uh, do are you if you haven't made coffee in your French press in a year, are you really going to start doing it now? Maybe you will. Maybe try and start doing it, but don't let yourself look for reasons to keep all of your belongings just because well I could find a purpose for them. If not now, maybe in a month from now. Or what if one day? That this is the this is a thing that gets people. It's like, what if one day I need these? If one day you need them, then you really are dedicated and try to, you know, start this, then put this thing away in a storage where it won't take up your space right now. But don't become a storage hoarder. Don't get all of your stuff tangled up in a storage and then you being so overwhelmed with just your storage area that you don't even want to visit it. And hence what happens at the end that you're not using the stuff that you put in storage anyway. So you're either paying for storage or you're cluttering up your garage, which could be used for anything else that you want, like your car, um, a painting studio uh, to make music, to uh, just sit in the cool garage in the middle of summer. You know, you know what I'm saying? This is simply one of those things that we as humans, and especially in this materialistic world, have learned to do, which is like, I need to store this because one day I might need it. If you think about it, this is very instinctive. We're we're acting like squirrels who are collecting nuts and they are collecting them and then they're storing them somewhere because they're, you know, they're obviously going to need them for winter when there's no food around for them and they go into hibernation and all of that. But, you know, these squirrels sometimes forget that they have these things and so they end up storing them somewhere. Um, in their case, though, these seeds actually might end up growing a tree and doing something productive for the world. But your coffee maker that you haven't used, your pants that you're never going to wear, those aren't doing anything productive. And they could be helping a person out there a lot more. Now, I'm not trying to push on any agenda onto you. I'm not trying to tell you to donate. If you don't want to donate, if you want to just keep your stuff somewhere, just get it out of the way. Get it out of your way. Do you know the amount of time that it takes a person in the morning to pick out an outfit? What if you had less stuff? to choose from. My sister is a classic example. I've tried to convince her so many times to even like think about minimalism, but she has all of the shirts possible that you could buy from the mall. And she has them in all of the possible colors and her closet is exploding. So when she wants to find something to use, she can't even find it properly. She can't, she can't locate the thing that she wants to wear because she has so many things. And I tell her, why don't you get rid of it? And she tells me, well, I might need these or I could wear them or I could find the occasion to wear them. And she rarely ever does. So you know, this is this is just something important. Okay, physical space we took care of. Now we're cleaning up, we're slowly getting rid of things, we're trying to be minimalistic, we're trying to have less stuff around us. Do you know what else is really, really important? Your digital space. This is still something that people, I guess, would consider physical, but let's talk about this for a second. Now that you've cleaned up your closet, you've cleaned up your kitchen, you your environment is looking much more minimalistic. You don't have stuff everywhere. Or even if you do, it's like less stuff. So it's easier to clean up all of these things. And you go on your computer or your phone or wherever it is, whether you're doing it for work, for entertainment, whatever your purpose may be, and you just see a 
big mess. You open your computer, there's files and folders that you don't really know where they are. If you need this for work and you're this disorganized, you can literally not find what you need. So if your boss or your colleague is asking for a document and you've had more trouble looking for that document than you had making it, then you know that it's time to take minimalism to the digital level and clean up that space. There's a lot of different systems that you could be using. One of them is called the Houston method. I'm not going to go into details of explaining it. I could in a further podcast if you guys want, but you can just Google it for yourself. It's a file and folder organization system that was used on physical files as well as digital files. And if you are really in need of cleaning up that area and cleaning up your desktop, cleaning up your folders, your drives, your Google Drive or whatever drive, make sure that you find a system that works for you and stick to it. This is the most important thing. It's fine if you give away all of your stuff. It's fine if you put away all of your things and folders, but are you going to stick to it? Are you going to make the dedication to stick to it? And why? Why are you going to stick to it? This is why you have to have a purpose because of because you can't decide to be a minimalist without a purpose behind it. And the purpose may be that you just think it's cool and you want to try it and you want to do it. It could be because my life is complicated right now and I need something to simplify it and I need to simplify my own life. And that is the best, best, best God freaking reason to go ahead and try minimalism in your digital space, in your personal space, in your mind. Now, we're not even going to talk about mental health just yet. That's a totally different podcast. But basically, today's video is how to have a minimalistic, a minimalistic, well, video and podcast is a minimalistic area around you, a physical space and a digital space. Why is a clean digital space so important? I already listed some of the reasons. You may be working online or on a computer and you need to be faster and more efficient. You may also just have a bunch of things on your personal computer that are all over the place. You might not even look for those things ever again. That does not mean you should delete those things. That does not mean you should get rid of them. But if you have so many files and folders that you know you're not going to touch. Like I, for example, keep folders from high school and from college, from my assignments and stuff like that, just because I want to have them saved. I want to look back sometimes at the work that I've done. But they are not going to be spread out all over my desktop. I need to clean that up because it, when I look at it, it mentally messes me up. I look at this big mess and I just want to ignore it. So I'll open like a new tab, you know, and then I won't look at the kind of mess that I'd made over the years on my computer with all these different files and folders. But that's not a way to process it because it'll make you anxious and, and so on and so on and so on. So what are the benefits of minimalism? We've gone over them a couple of times. We'll repeat some of them and add a couple of new ones. And this one is very, very important. It will help your mental health and it will make you feel so, 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 so much better. I guarantee it. It will make you feel less anxious if you're feeling anxious about having too many things around you and so on and so on and so on. And it will make you feel just, just like you have your life together. If you are wondering how to get your life together, try getting rid of stuff. Try having less stuff in your life and then you have less stuff to get together. Because, you know, I don't want to say the... The other word, but you know, when someone says get your psh together, if you had less, psh, then you would have an easier time getting it together. Okay. I hope some of these tips helped you. And I really, really, really want to talk to you guys about these topics. So if you're ever interested in finding out more about this, if you want me to make another podcast or video on this topic and you want to just know and see how my life is, then I can take you even on a little tour. Just let me know. 
um, make sure to, you know, find me on social media, find me somewhere else, uh, give this podcast a like uh, or add it to your favorites. And I shall see you in the next episode of The Loud Show. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you join us next time also.